From legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode. Or go to ipswichtoday.com.au Coming up, a new Deputy Mayor for the next 12 months, Ipswich in boots and all to support the Olympics bid for 2032, the old transit centre finally on the market, and what next for sacked councillors. Time for another yarn over the back fence with Walter Williams and Ashley Mack. It's Thursday, April 29, 2021, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Walter Williams, he's called Ipswich home for 30 years and you've heard his voice as a leading voiceover talent in Australia. Welcome, Walter. Thank you, mate. Good to be with you again, and Ash. And Ashley Mack, born in Ipswich, and consistently blames growing up under power lines at Ebervale for being a media tart. He's also it's- a small business owner. Welcome, Ash. Mate, it's so true. Good to be here. Good to see you guys. Over the back fence is back, and let's kick it off with the decision this week for a new Deputy Mayor for the second year of Council. Now, it was adopted at the first meeting of the new Council a year ago that they they would have a new Deputy Mayor every 12 months. Rather unusual in Queensland, but Nicole Jonick has got the gig for year two. What do you think, Walt? Oh, look, It's it, like you say, it's a very unique thing. I don't know how many other councils in Australia even work on an annual basis. But uh, good luck to Nicole uh, being in the front and centre position of Deputy Mayor because they're the ones who carry quite a lot of the load, aren't they, in any situation? Well, as the name suggests, yes, they do help out and deputise for the Mayor when the Mayor is not available. Mm. How do they decide this thing? What is it, when the music stops? It's a bit more complicated than that, uh, <laughs> Ash. It's a simple show of hands at the council meeting. Now, it's interesting to note, it wasn't a unanimous decision. There was a split mm. vote, but the majority fell in favour of Nicole Jonick, who uh, re- co-represents Division 2 with Paul Tully. Yeah. Look, I won't believe her position's tenable until she's retracted her resignation after resigning in the first place. And then I'll say, yes, you're Deputy Mayor. <laughs> oh, well, that's a bit I'm mean. I've got a feeling of deja vu going on That's here. a bit mean. And like, if, if in a period of four years, you're going to get half the council, aren't you? The argument 12 months ago was that because the majority of councillors were first-timers, it puts everybody on a sharp learning curve straight up in the first term. Uh, And there is is some, you know, there's some validity to that. Surely there's some people, though, who are starting to show their their true colours that they've uh, a knack for this. You'd you'd probably find in that group of eight there'd be a couple of really good operators. Again, at the council meeting this week, uh, uh, Nicole Jonick herself was highly complimentary of Marnie Doyle's first 12 months. Well, it's good to see they've got something nice going on in there. Yeah, it is. Moving on to the next one, and it's been a big one the last uh, last month, and that is Ipswich officially supporting the 2032 Olympics. The only issue is that the deal with the International Olympic Committee is secret. First of all, do you think it should be secret? Probably not. <laughs> it's it probably should nothing in this of this scale should be secret, and these things can be a, either a big winner or a big loser. 
we did well out of the 82 Commonwealth Games. I remember that. Uh, hopefully this will do what to us what it did to Sydney and win the Sydney 2000 Games. Walter? Yeah, look, um, the thing with any Olympic Games is the infrastructure issue. And, and uh, I, I think we if we start building things out here that that's going to cost us long term, are we going to be able to use them long term and, and justify the expense that's going to be needed for them. And sure, there are things that Ipswich needs, and we could benefit, like Penrith did, to Sydney in 2000. This is the thing. Provided the money is coming, well, mostly from the feds, I would have thought, they've already flagged that the new stadium being built at Springfield for the Lions will be an Olympic venue. I think to complement that, we absolutely need North Ipswich redeveloped. North well, Ipswich Reserve, to be precise. Yeah, that'd be probably a uh, an almost mandatary thing, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. And we've got the rail. Already got a pool, sorry. And we've already got the trains in place. And if they continue True. to build that loop, and that's paid for under Olympic funding from Springfield Central to Ipswich Central, on balance, I think Ipswich is on a winner. Yeah, well, why are they calling it the Brisbane uh, Olympic Games? It should be called the Queensland because they're spreading. Apparently, they're going to have some of the competitions in Townsville and Cairns. Yes, that's Mm. correct. That's correct. So it should be the Queensland Games. Exactly. Well, let's hope by the time we get to 2032, it may well be badged, the Queensland Games. Queensland Olympic Games 2032. It has a nice ring to it. It Mm. does, actually, yeah. I'd like to see some aquatic activities in the Bremer River. You like that, did you? <laughs> Why are you going to walk on it? Uh, you're dreaming, Walt. You're dreaming. <laughs> Keep dreaming. The walking races are on the uh, Bremer River. High now, tide, not low tide. Yeah, exactly. Now, something a little more serious that's also happened in the last month is the dropping of charges against Logan councillors. Now, do you have a view on what this could mean for the sacked Ipswich councillors? Do they, in fact, have a stronger case for ex gratia payments or compensation or just should they really draw a line in the sand and move on? Over to you first, Ash. Oh, I'm always one to move on. If they're going to dwell on it, it's going to cause a problem. It, that, it shouldn't have happened in the first place. If we, what, There must be some sort of recourse, I suppose, if they didn't do anything wrong. Move on, guys. We, I'm sick mm. of hearing about it, aren't you? Yeah. Walter? Uh, look, we lost some possibly good, fresh talent because of this mass sacking. And as Ash has pointed out, let's build a bridge and uh, get over it. Let's move on. But let's also look at some of those talents, maybe when the next set of elections rolls around, as people we could introduce back into the system who were not uh, connected in any way whatsoever with previous council activities. I just have a feeling that we will see some names pop up that were recent additions to the previous council. You got to hand it to David Martin, though. The mm. guy has got an amazing attitude because he's gone through all of this and he stays so positive. Yes, mm. he is. Unbelievable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was the name I was about to mention, David <laughs> Martin, amongst others. Uh, yeah, and he, he doesn't want to do anything political at the moment. I spoke to him recently and uh, he's just sitting on the back burner there, just watching the wheels go around, John Lennon style. The Queensland Government owned Transit Centre, a blot and a blight in our city centre is finally on the open market. Hallelujah. Now, it's a it's difficult... It's a, well, this is my question. It's a difficult site. We've, we've seen all the flood pictures. We've, we've, we've seen it in person being flooded. What could you possibly use that site for? Do you have any ideas, Ash? Probably brick it all around and turn it into a reservoir or something, <laughs> an underground tank, because it's either going to be full of water or at some other point, full of water. 
No, well, come on. Well <laughs> Seriously. That was a brilliant transit centre. And I've talked to some business owners in the city about this. And they love the convenience of being able to put a parcel on a bus, coach, whatever, and it was there later that day or next day. So uh, that kind of facility isn't available now to a lot of people because there is no Ipswich Transit Centre as such. You've got uh, the buses going through Bell Street, which uh, it's not the safest street to to walk in at the best of times. I'd like to see the transit centre make a comeback. The thing is, uh, is it structurally sound? That's what uh, one of the questions being asked at the moment from the Department of uh, Transport and Main Roads. Mm. And, and looking at the long-term options, what are they? Here, I've made a list. Demolishing the facility, which would ha- make Ashley very happy. Uh, repurposing it as a, a transit centre hub once again. Uh, turning the site into parkland has been mentioned, hasn't it? A performing arts centre, I don't see there's a space for that. Maybe a hotel or a restaurant. That's They've all been mooted. Uh, so these are possible future developments for that site, but something has got to be done because it is an eyesore. Yeah. I would have to agree with the mayor on that. It's ugly. It's ugly, but but it is feasible to build something nice on it, as you've mentioned, either a hotel. There, there was the uh, possibility of an Ipswich Performing Arts Centre on that site, and it would be you know, basically on stilts and everything critical would be above floodline. Mm. But it would need also the Queensland Government to surrender, I think, all or part of the health plaza to make that work. So it's a very complicated site. Yeah, apparently there's... Sorry, there's, there's five parcels of land actually make up that transit centre. Wow. So, uh, you know, and that's at one stage was listed as surplus on the government uh, land register. And now you're saying it's uh, open to the public? To, for, yep, um, I believe it's about to or is already on the market. So mm, we'll watch this space. Mm, I want to talk about some rubbish now. I want to do some rubbish talk. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we been doing that for yeah. the last 50 yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. Hey, I'm hearing, I'm hearing that it's pretty standard now to be waiting a couple of hours at Riverview Transfer Station on the weekends just to get in. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Council's also talking about building a new facility. Nobody wants something like that in their backyard, so the NIMBYs would be loud and vocal. Uh, mm. Where on earth could we put a new transfer station? Let's yeah, see if we can. Let's see if we can help out, Walter. Well, you mentioned NIMBY's not in my backyard. That principle is alive and well. I mean, um, I don't know where Ash should put all those coffee grounds when he's done with them, but uh, <laughs> we, we need something that's a paintback site as well, don't we? And it's got to be able to accept all those things that they have out there, which is chemicals and liquids, construction, demolition, you name it. Yep. It's a long list of stuff that is acceptable. And uh, I know I don't want it in the CBD. I can tell you that from experience. But where do we put it? Uh, and do we need to move it because it's it's got to a point where it's just too much in that region? Is that the problem? With well, the look, uh, I think it's just too small and just can't cope with demand. Mm. The, uh, the New Charm is probably the smartest place to put it. I know that um, the old 67 hectares from, from Claypave has been sold to an undisclosed buyer. I'm wondering who that is. That would be a good place for it. And it's also close to the where they take the stuff off to dump it, where those trucks do the, the rounds. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the yep. other thing they should do with this one, I was on the board of a thing called the Pioneer Employment Service in, uh, in Mackay. 
And what we did was create employment opportunities for disabled people. And one of the things that we pulled together was that when you came to the dump in Mackay, which was a similar sort of recycling facility, the, the people who we gained employment for would come out and check your trailer for anything that was recyclable. Right. And then there was a shop, believe it or not. Remember the days when we go and sca- scavenge at the dumps? Well, it's funny you should mention that. I just happened yeah. to stumble across uh, Lockyer Valley Council's uh, uh, recycled shop. They've got uh, uh, people there with disabilities working and helping out, very friendly. And, and it uh, Yeah, they're recycling there. So, yeah, Ipswich, Ipswich has been talking about it for a long time. We need some action. Yeah, that would be a smart move. And I don't think, because New Chum is already a dump, isn't it? We could probably do something with that. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm not. Hey, don't, I like New Chum. I grew up there, on top of the hill, the Lebeda House. Yeah, oh, that's it. See all the way to Mount. Did you know from the, the hill at, at New Chum, you could see the lights of the Mount Crosby water treatment plant? Well, there you go. Well, you seem to be a regular at events in Tulma Place, the new look Ipswich CBD, or what's it called now, the Nicholas Street Precinct. How are you finding it and what are you hearing from the public while you're there? Good. Well, the first good thing you should do if you want to be part of what's happening in the centre of uh, Ipswich is go to their Facebook site for Nicholas Street Precinct, like it, follow it, because then they'll keep you in touch with all the things that are happening there. And you're right. uh, I do go and support quite a few of them. And I run into uh, people like Paul Kazos the other day. Who uh, is a bit of a tragic and can't help himself. He should be retired, but he's, <laughs> he, he he finds himself on the board of the show these days. Yes, he is. Uh, after uh, the events corporation folded, but uh, it's one of those things. I think you should get behind and and be supportive of as as much as you can because we have something. They built it. In the words of that famous movie, uh, they will come. So I would like to see more people support it. I don't think it's getting the support it deserves yet, but that will happen. More of those market things they have there with the yep. food. I've seen the guys there run out of food because they, it's patronised so well. And something I want to throw in too, um, Ipswich Show is on in the next couple of weeks. Yes. And it's the first, uh, poor old Rusty Thomas passed away last year, so we have a new um, uh, guy in charge, which is one of the Zano boys. Yes, Darren. Darren, and this is going to be his first one, and I reckon he is going to bring some good things to that show. Can I let you in on a little secret? I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. This, uh, the, the program's looking very strong. I, I won't mention any specifics, but Darren is certainly, uh, with his uh, extended committee, wishing to put a, a fresh look on the Ipswich show, and I would encourage people to attend where possible. Mm. And the other thing I would encourage people to do is buy their tickets online because they're going to be cheaper. Yeah, and they were yeah. testing the lights out the other night at the Ipswich Showgrounds. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, get, it's getting uh, getting close. Very, very exciting. Just uh, around the corner. I'll just add one more thing on the Tilma Place there, uh, Ash and Walt, and that is, yes, it's a beautiful space. It's a magnificent space. Dare I use the cliche world class. And once those shops are filled and the cinemas are filled and once the council workers are also in the new uh, administration building, which is going to be known as 1 Nicholas Street, that will really add a daytime vibe and also just encourage more people to uh, to participate in events in Tulma Place. And you've got to go there at night as well because mm. they've put on a very special light show at night that lights up the whole side of the new council building. Very and clever. It's stunning. Mm. Yeah. 
Yep. We run out of time once again, but it's been fun. Over the back fence for April. Thank you, Walter Williams. My pleasure. Thank you, Elle. Thank you, Ash. And thank you, Ashley Mack. See you around like a wrestle, boys. <laughs> Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the Donate button at the bottom of the page. You can follow this podcast on your favourite app, including iHeartRadio, or play Ipswich Today from your smart speaker. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thanks for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.